What's your life goal? And have you achieved it? Yeah, I married you. Aw, gross. You really need to go out there and make sure the whole world hates you. Oh, perfect. My butthole is all over the internet. A fine wine. She keeps me in the basement and pulls me out when she needs me. If I drink Sambuca, he's getting it. I bought a case. can tell a lot about a person by the way their tits, pussy, or dick looks. You come near my cheeks and it's not going to be a good day for you, homie. (laughs) This is going to be special. Welcome to the Two Onions Podcast with Danny Daniels and Vic. What's up, guys? I'm Danny Daniels, and next to me is my husband, Vic. Um, there might be dogs walking around this episode because they refuse to stay out of the room, but more importantly, <laughs> Carmen Karma's here, hanging out via Zoom. Hi! 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 <laughs> okay, so right before we went live, you were saying you had to take out your mouth guard. <laughs> yeah. Can you want me to explain that? Yes, oh, yeah. because you told, you told us, and instantly I said off camera, I was like, I need to know this story. So I feel like what I'm known for over like my seven year career is my deep throating. And to do that, you have to open your mouth so wide. And over like the course of these years, it's been popping every time I do that. And now it's to the point like where I, when I chew food, like this last year, it pops in and out of place even when I eat now just from my jaw popping out so many times. So I have to wear this uh, appliance in my mouth and I have to take it out because it, it's hard to understand what I'm saying with it in. But my, my dentist was like, what we have to figure out what you're doing that causes this. Like, what, are you yawning really big? Like, and I don't yeah. know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yawning, <laughs> yawning. That's the one yawning. yawning. Right. Are you the type of person that will tell like a dentist what you do? Or are you kind of more private in real life? Um, I like to, I like to feel it out a little bit. Like if I do get comfortable, if I think they're more open-minded then I will, um, usually if someone asks what I do, I'd be like, um, oh, and the entertainment and then they'll yeah. be like, what kind? And then yeah. I'll be like adult. And then if they keep prying, eventually I'm just like porn. Okay. Like it's just porn. God. <laughs> I'm a deep throat queen. Okay. Yes. <laughs> then they get like real awkward. <laughs> do you have any advice for someone that wants to get better at deep throating because i'm a horrible deep throater really i'm awful <laughs> um i remember actually this is like a crazy story but uh so adriana chechik was my roommate when she first got in the industry and i taught her how to deep throat and look at her now <laughs> <laughs> really i didn't know that yeah so i just always I relax my throat and I literally tell my, my mind, like it can happen. Like it can, I do the same thing for anal. Like it's, it can fit. Okay. Like just like you have to like do that positive affirmation that it can happen. I just relax it and let it happen. But I've always been like that. Like since I started sucking dick, however old I was then, I always just break down. (laughs) Who who would have known that the secret could be used for anal and deep throating? (laughs) We're all good. Positive affirmations. Yes. Visualize your future and you're all good. <laughs> no, it can disappear down your throat. Yes. <laughs> I love it so much. So anyway, so we can actually start the show now. I just had to know the background story besides behind it's the been interfering with work a lot. Cause even when I do like scenes with girls, like even when I'm eating pussy, like my jaw pops in and out of place. So it's getting bad are we talking like pop out of place where you have to like actually like put it back in to have any movement it's sometimes but it's just like more so every time like I open it even a little bit it like 
goes over to like yep. this side and it pops in and out and it's really painful and it gives me like migraines right here. Oh. Yeah. If it wasn't painful, I'd be like, now you have like a super cool superpower. No, like, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> I, I, I have it. I've, I've trained myself not to have it, but I, I broke my jaw. So I have it. So it, I know what it's like. It, but my mouth freezes open and I literally have to press on it to close it. And it hurts like a bastard. It's not, it's not fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Has it stopped you from deep throating or are you just like a champ now? Do you power through it? <laughs> I power. I, I yeah. tell myself like if me and my husband film something, I'm like, okay, but I really can't deep throat. Like, you know how much pain I'm in. The camera's on and I'm just like, go, go, go. <laughs> I can't help it. I have to like show out for the camera. And, and I'm, sure you, I'm sure your husband's like me, like, what are you doing? <laughs> Didn't you just say? And then afterwards, I'm like telling him, I'm like, now my throat's all sore. Like it's his fault. <laughs> <laughs> Get me the Aleve and some chloroseptic. You know? It's like a deep throat hangover. I love it. <laughs> yes, it's real. Does your husband perform? He doesn't perform... Like that's not his job, or he's not officially. Is he, is officially, he a, is he a civilian? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he doesn't. But like, since I've known him, like whenever I need clips with, it's so easy to just do it when you're home. I'm sure you guys know. Like, it's great to just have someone to to film content with. So we can't show his face or anything like that right now. Um, so we just kind of keep it on the DL. Like, I never really say like much about it. They don't really know him too much, but. I it's like this unspoken, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we've we've had this conversation with 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 others that do home content, and honestly, most of the guys don't really want to see a face. They want to pretend it's their dick anyway, so it works out well. <laughs> exactly, that's how I get my POV stuff. It's funny you say that because I was doing your fan questions, and literally someone commented, "Can you ask her why?" Everyone has to talk during POV. Like it's, it's like one of the things. Like the guys? Yeah. So they really are pretending it's them. So that kind of ruins it for them. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Most POVs, especially if it's somebody that isn't in the business and is, you know, a partner, they just keep their mouth shut and hold the camera. That's your job. Right. <laughs> so we both have civilian husbands. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, think it's, I think it's nice that way. Yeah. Well, I, I read your, your husband's final uh, chapter in your book, and it was it was very oh. sweet. It was really nice. Oh, cute. For, for those of you that don't know, look, at I'm prepared. I actually have your book. <laughs> I pre-ordered it, and I have it signed. I bet you don't even. <laughs> oh, I do remember you sending me that you got that. You're so cute. So for those listening that, um, Am- sorry, Amber or Carmen? Because now it's Amber. It doesn't really Amber matter. It's all the book. <laughs> Okay. Amber Carmen. Yeah. <laughs> Basically the same person, different ends of the coin. She wrote a book called Overcome and it's amazing. Um, but yeah, so it's, that's what we're referring a, to. A, I, I, read through, I read it pretty quick and through it, but it's a wild ride. It's, it's, you, yeah. you took us on a wild ride in that book. <laughs> it is. And like the whole reason I wanted to write it is because like, well now obviously my life is so different than like the beginning of my book, but when I would think back and like, or tell stories to people about how my life used to be, it's just like surreal almost. So it's just like, and when I would share it on my like personal social media, people would always message me and say like, like it inspired them to like get sober or whatever. So I was like, I need to like really write about this. And, um, it's been crazy because people will message me and be like, Hey, I have like 45 days sober now after reading your book. That's awesome. Like incredible. Because you're over five years, right? What's that? You're over five years, right? 
Yeah, I got five years in January, which is crazy. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, that's that's you know the first year I'm sure was a bitch, and then after that, hopefully it's gotten easier for you with each year. And every year, like the anniversary falls on ABN. <laughs> oh no! If there was ever, a, oh, no. <laughs> if there was ever a place that you need alcohol to get through. <laughs> that was my last relapse. Was at ABN five years ago. So now every year. But it helps me get through ABN because kind of, I know if I get through it, I'll get another year. Yeah, it's kind <laughs> of cool. It's kind of like the finishing line at the triathlon. You know what I mean? You're like, if I can make over this hump, I got another year. There's, there's the, the Boston Marathon has a famous suicide hill. It's the last hill you have to go over for the finish line. That's your suicide hill. You got to get through ABN. Yeah. You get your you get your coin. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, though. Yeah, I mean, that's that's been the most challenging. Like, I, I didn't go to ABN last year. But like for the first couple of years, that was always like so hard for me because everyone's drinking. Yeah. 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 We actually didn't go last year, but I met you two years ago at AVN. That was where we right. met. Yeah. Yeah. I, you kinda, I mean, I like I, it's a wrong thing to say, but like you kind of have to. <laughs> for me, I was it like, was oh, my God. easier than like <laughs> dealing with like. All the fans, everyone touching you, and you can just get drunk. It's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's funny. Having read your book, do you consider yourself an introvert? Basically, I do. It's really weird. Like, I can go on social media and talk, but I really don't like it. And and I've always like portrayed myself as an extrovert. Like my whole life, like I've always like I don't know if like pretends the word, but like acted like I have all this like confidence to socialize but i really am an introvert you and just about every other adult film star we've spoken to really? oh yeah with the, with the exception of one with the exception of one literally so far that we've interviewed with the exception of one are we all just like pretending we're like these i think like, i think it really I, is I, you know it's I, all a facade we we talked about this a lot. I think that's creative. People in the creative business, many comics are, many actors are. Um, you know, Carmen's a character, so you mm-hmm. are portraying being extroverted. But Amber is, you know, in her PJs watching Netflix, happy. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> it's funny because we both kind of got into the industry in similar ways. Because I I also stripped and cammed first. Oh, so, but it's like that. It's like, you know, I'm very shy in real life, but camming, stripping porn, it was like this outlet to be like, to have the balls almost. It was like my, like showing my tits was like a distraction for not having to talk to people. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I've always said that. I'm like, it's way easier for me to just have sex with someone than it is to like sit across like face to face with someone and have like a conversation that makes me way more nervous than having sex with a stranger. That's that's funny, but if you think about it, right, you, you know what sex with a stranger basically kind of know what's going to happen in right. a conversation. Man, it can go anywhere quick. It could go downhill fast. <laughs> Though I guess sex could go downhill pretty quickly too. Yeah, it could. <laughs> so, I mean, I, having read through your book, and and it, and it really was a wild ride. What do you want people to take away from it? What, what's what's the one thing you want people to know when they're reading this? When I wrote it, I had in mind, like, the my, like, ideal reader was someone who was maybe still struggling. That was, like, kind of what I wanted to, like, that was, like, my main focus was to help someone. So I wanted to show, like, all of these things that could have stopped me, like, all the times that I could have given up and just said, screw it. Like, I I can't uh, get in, go be recovered or I can't do this or that. And I just wanted to give that, like, hope to someone reading being like, all right, like 
if she can overcome all this thing, like all these things, then I can too. It's it's great. I mean, did did you feel vulnerable writing it? Because you laid it out raw. I mean, you didn't yeah. you didn't leave anything to the imagination. There, I'm not gonna lie. Like, there were a few times I had to put it down and walk away and be like, okay, oh. yeah, I like, mean, in a, I in mean, a good I, way, in the but, best yeah. way possible. But I was like, like I had no idea about a lot of the stuff about you, you know. So it was like I was like, wow, okay, like I need a break. <laughs> Yeah, there was like some chapters. So I, I wrote this all during my um, my pregnancy because I had all this free time all of a sudden because I left the in- industry, got pregnant, and then I had all this time. So there'd be times when my husband would get home from work and he could like tell my mood because it would really, I would have to relive it to write it. Yeah. And yeah. he'd be like, oh, what, what chapter are you on today to try to like feel out where I am emotionally? Because it was <laughs> it was hard to write it too. It, I can't, I can't, I don't want to give it away. I'll text you after and tell you the, ch- the chapter, but there was one where like, I had to walk out and I talked to him and I was like, that was so graphic. That fucked me up. <laughs> yeah. Like it was, And I feel like that's like a sign of good writing. It's, I really felt like I was living it. So yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad it can like be read well, like I, about the experience. Cause I tried to like go through all the emotions and it's hard to write about something. It's especially when it's personal, you know, when you're not just writing about fictional characters, when you're writing something personal, you, you, you are bearing your soul a bit. Did it feel good when you were done? Was it like a big release that you got it all out? Yeah, it was definitely therapeutic. And, um, when I was writing some parts though, I just kept thinking like my, my in-laws are going to read this, like what family members are going to read this. So I, I kept like trying to like, I almost wanting to second guess, like, should I put this in? But then I was like, just like, screw it. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to put in all the details. I'm going to be honest. How's the feedback been so far? It's all been really good. All really good. I've like, I go look at the reviews all the time on Amazon and they're all five stars right now, which I, I was like bracing myself for a lot of like, oh, porn stars can't write. Why is she trying to write? So I, I braced myself for negative comments and it all surprisingly has been really positive. It's great. That's that's what you could ask for. And and again, like I said, as when you go through the chapters, I mean, you bear it. You 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 can feel your emotion when you're reading it and and what you went through. How do you feel now? I mean, now that you have been clean and sober for five years, is it really surreal to look back at it and go as you're reading it yourself? I I actually did that and came out okay. Yeah, uh, when I read my because I did the audible for it, the audiobook, Ooh. and when I was reading it out loud, it was. It was so weird because it felt like I was almost like telling a story. Like it didn't, like, I know I lived through these things, but just to really like say it out loud was just kind of crazy. And it, it's like funny when I talk about it now, but like, when I think like about those times, like that, those are like some dark times. So it's crazy. It doesn't seem real. It's, a, it's a probably almost a little, it, it, when I, I know looking back even at way less than what you would describe, you look back almost and we're like, I came out of that okay? How? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how am I alive? How am I, you know, how am I married, happy, have a child? And, you know, it's like, how did this happen? That was like a big thing too of like when I was writing about things, I'm like, how, how did I survive all these like things with drugs and like driving under the influence, which is like, it just makes you really think about like, I just, I don't know how any of, I survived through the end of all of it, but I'm really happy I did. So are we. We're glad you're here. I'm glad you survived. Do you, do you think that's, that's something that happens as you start getting older? You start maybe realizing your own mortality? You know, when you're in your, 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 your teens and early 20s, it's like nothing's ever going to hurt me. 
And then as you start getting older, you go, you know, something, something didn't feel quite so good this morning. (laughs) Yeah. I'm way more cautious now about everything. And, but back then you couldn't tell me anything. Like I always was like, I'm good to drive no matter how messed up I was. Like I thought I, I thought everything was, was fine. You know, like I didn't see the repercussions of anything. I'm sure. Yeah. So at that, on that note, everyone go buy this book. <laughs> on Amazon. <laughs> on Amazon. Uh, where, is it, where can you hear the Audible? It's a, uh, Audible? Audible, sorry. Um, Audible, and then I think anywhere you can really get audiobooks. Is, I think there's Google Books or something. Okay. I, I do Audible, so that's the one I know. That's so cool. I didn't even know. I didn't know you did that. So that's all. I want to check that out, too, because I want to know now, like, when you read it, if, it, if I interpret it differently. Interesting. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it was... Uh, a little nerve wracking reading it. Cause it was just like one guy across the glass for me, like the stranger. And I have to like say it out loud. Oh no! <laughs> like, please don't judge me. I said that before we started. I'm like, this is going to be weird. Just please don't judge me. Oh. <laughs> He's uh, got a story forever. <laughs> how many days did it take you to do it? Or was it one straight through? It was five days. Oh, okay. So after day three, he went home and was like, you will not believe what I was just listening to. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's awesome. Do you want to keep writing? I do. So my plan was to write a book again this year. And then I got in, like, I got inspired to go to school for health coaching. So I've been, so when I did school, I was like trying to balance like all like the platforms I do. So like Snapchat only fans and then go to school too. And then like be like, I'm a stay at home mom most of the time. So I'm like trying to get all this stuff in between nap times and stuff. I'm like, I just, I don't know if I have time to write a book this year, but I know I have people asking when the next one's coming. And, um, my agent wanted to, um, or my publisher wanted me to write another one this year too. So I'm just trying to like balance everything right now, but we were talking about maybe doing one with um, just different stories that have happened. Like more, this one was more of like an emotional Mm -hmm. ride, but more of like stories that have happened either on set or when I was doing other forms of sex work and stuff, just kind of more of like juicy details. Ooh, that's that, a, that could be fun. A, yeah. Anyway, once you get the writing bug, it's uh, it's painful. I know. It's just you're constantly like, I need to write more. Thank you. Yeah, literally. Like, literally, it's a, I guess that's a good addiction, but it's still an addiction. Yeah, exactly. I think you're one of the few people I know that actually have more on your plate than I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you do it. Like, you have your your website, your uh, Snapchat OnlyFans. You shoot content with other girls and guys. So that coordinating is a nightmare in its own sense. You're a mom. You're a wife. You're an author. Do you feature dance? I I don't anymore since I got my implants taken out because I'm like a little not as comfortable right now. They'll love them anyway. They'll love them anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I still got booty. Yeah, you too. I saw Just turn around and twerk. You're all good. That's what I rely on. <laughs> but I get that. It's like your, yeah, the own, your own, ins- like, nervousness. But that's a lot. How do you balance everything? Especially with a young child. We're not talking about a teenager. <laughs> yes, a little toddler who needs my every single second of my life. Like, if I walk into the bathroom, if I walk in the kitchen, she's just like my little shadow. So it's really hard, um, especially right now, there's, like, no daycare. 
because everything's closed down. So it's been really hard to find time to do everything, but it's just like the hour and a half of nap time is like my grind time. Like that's when I'm doing all my marketing and my promo and trying to get editing done. And then when my husband's home on a night, that's when I'll do like some content or some live shows and stuff. Just, just, sense. just on a side note, because I just looked out our window. It's actually snowing in New York in May at the moment. <laughs> Not even joking. Literally, yeah. I'm just literally looking at snowflakes coming. Not that that's important, but I'm just amazed that it's like <laughs> May 9th and there's snow coming now. That's crazy. It's so yeah. hot. Like the sun is like beaming on me and I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah, we can switch spots. You yeah, stand outside. It's like 36 outside right now and it's May. <laughs> that's crazy. Do you shoot, do, do you still shoot for other companies? Or are you, well, obviously like with this going on, we're not shooting, but other than like, Pre-quarantine. Normally, do you shoot for other companies still? (laughs) So I haven't in over a year now. Um, I mean, I I feel like there's no point because I can make so much more money. If I make a clip at home or with like content, I can sell it on this site, this site, this site, this site, and then keep making those sales for life. So why would I spend like 12 hours on set for that one paycheck? You know what I mean? So like, yeah, like, I think a lot of people think that we get residual checks and we don't for those yeah. listening, wondering, right. <laughs> it's fun to get those pretty girl pictures back. Oh yeah. Yeah. But that's about it. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess it does help build your name initially. Yeah. You know, you get a brand, you're with a big company, but yeah, I mean, I think that's the way the world is heading in, in, in almost all forms of entertainment is self-produced content. Yeah. And um, I just feel like I'm, I'm more comfortable too, because the kind of porn that I shot was like very aggressive, like double anal and yeah. like blow bangs and like my body just can't, couldn't handle it anymore. At the end, I was like, I just want to work for myself and do, cause I feel like I'm more pressured on set to like go to a certain standard to, to please a director that I like push my body so far where I'm in pain. And so, then if you, if you shoot for a director once, I don't know if you do this, but like the next time you're like, oh, I have to do a better, jo-, like something even more extreme so that they have me back another time. And it's just, yeah. Or the director walks out and it's like, you're going to put this in your butt and this in your butt. And I'm like, <laughs> I want to get paid. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> What's the wildest thing you've had in your butt? Now I want to know. <laughs> I've had an entire foot. What? That's that's pretty. What shoe size? Talk, talk about talk about. I'm gonna put a foot in your ass. Yeah, that's. Uh, hope it was a girl. Shoe size. <laughs> hope it was like, a girl with like really tiny feet. It was. It was for kink. She just put her foot. Oh my god! And that that was, that hurt, but like the adrenaline made it like okay. But um, I remember my first girl girl anal. It was with Adriana Chechik, and she showed up on set with these like two huge metal balls, and she's like. Yeah, so I figured we could start with these in our butt. And I was like, okay, yeah. So I put it in and it like got sucked up and like stuck up there. And so for like two hours on set, we were like, should we go to the ER? Like and my body was so tense, it wouldn't release the ball. Oh, that's a scary oh. moment. <laughs> Especially if you yeah. have to go to the ER and, and explain. <laughs> Though, though kinks in San Francisco, they might be a little yeah, bit more yeah, used to it than cool. if you were in like Iowa. <laughs> you know? I would like, I would go to the ER just because I would want the x-ray framed. (laughs) And the story. And the story. (laughs) You have 
You have fan questions? I do. I have a lot of other questions, like, for myself. But I do have fan questions. I guess we did talk about a bunch of this stuff that I wanted to go over. Um, Are you in San... This is a... You don't have to answer this, because I don't know how private you are, but are you in San Diego? Yes. What, like, up to... uh Aha, north, south? Uh, Don't be, like, too specific, obviously, but... Are you, like, in, like, actual San Diego? Yeah. I love it. I didn't know that either. You didn't? No. I used to live downtown in the gas lamp, like, years ago, obviously, before New York, but... Okay, gas lamp, too far. Yes. Yeah, I would bar hop and get shitty every weekend, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) But I saw it today. I just wrote it. I made a note of it because I thought it was cool, and that was just purely for me. There you go. But I do have fan questions. Um... I, you saw it on my Instagram. I always ask everyone, you know, like, to ask you stuff. And I try to weed out all the ones about, like, wanting to fuck you. Because everyone wants to fuck you. And we know that. So. <laughs> I was going to say, going through all those questions, it must have been hard to, like, find the few good ones in there. There it's were, a, it's a, there's a, there's there's a, a lot, lot of this going yeah. on. <laughs> there's a lot of this. Oh, no, no. Oh, wait. That one has more words than show bobs. Yeah. <laughs> I want, I've always had, like, the cynical part of me that I want to write to them and be like, it's you. You're the one. Yes. We've chosen you. <laughs> right. So, you have been anointed. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So I'll start off easy. What's your favorite food? Food? Yeah. This, this sounds so crazy, but I love, like, a big, fresh fruit bowl. I can't, can't argue with that. <laughs> You're like, can't relate. Yeah. We, I, this was a fan question, but we kind of answered it. There might be a different answer. Your most awkward moment on set. Most awkward moment. On I feel like it's going to be hard to beat the ball story. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was that was a little awkward, definitely. Um. Let me- think oh I, I definitely know I definitely know okay so I was this is before I did anal and I was uh the girl that did the ass to mouth in the scene of a girl that did anal this girl did not know how to clean so oh, when no. my face was right there like resting on her butt waiting to like put it in my mouth he took it out and it just poop sprayed everywhere oh. and I was like so embarrassed I get like secondhand humiliation for someone so I was like oh my gosh. And like the, the guy was like, oh my, like, can you go try to clean? And so she tried to clean and it happened again. Like she, there was too much water in there. Oh, oh no. I felt so bad for her and I didn't want her to feel embarrassed. So I was trying to like play it off, but it was so painfully awkward. Oh, uh. <laughs> but I always say you're not a true porn star until you get shit on. So there you go. <laughs> Yeah, it's happened so many times. <laughs> <laughs> the glamorous side of porn, the everybody. Real, yeah. yeah, another thing I said, like, what is porn really like? Everyone gets shit on at least once. Yeah, right. like, at, sure, at least once. There's been, like, mine was, like, once a day once I got into, like, the anal category. Oh, yeah, it do- you just do. Right. Like, I've done, some, like, anal scenes with girls, and it's, like, it just happens. You're, like, what are you going to do about it? It I'm going to shame you for your yeah. God. How dare you shit on me when I'm fucking the hole you shit from. <laughs> um, what is, these are still fan questions. A travel destination goal. Travel destination goal. I want to go. So I went to Europe when I was younger and I want to go back. I want to go to Italy again. Cause I, I was so young that I barely remember it. And I want to go back. But I also want to go to like more tropical places too. We can highly recommend Antigua. It's oh, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
You bet now you guys? Yeah, we love it. <laughs> What's your secret to a successful marriage? Hmm, I would say him letting me wear the pants. I like that. Ooh. Yeah, I'm the one that's in control of all the decisions, but then I try to turn it over in the bedroom so, you know, he can have some back. I like He's probably it. really happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, he's probably, mo- most guys would like, yeah, okay, you can take care I mean, of all of the important shit and I just get to pick out the sex position. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's a guy's wet dream. <laughs> yeah. There is something like really sexy about that because he's comfortable enough in his own skin to allow you to take the reins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really like that. What's your dream car? I want to get, well, actually, I'm looking, I guess, realistically, I want to get a Range Rover, um, like an all black tinted out one. But I really also want um, the Tesla, the one that the doors go up. Oh, the wing door? Yeah, that's really cool. (laughs) Yeah, I like those. That's like my ultimate, like, in maybe like five-year car goal. Do you, your favorite country to visit? So I haven't... Since, I mean, I did, I told you guys I visited Europe when I was younger, but I really have not, I like, I don't even have a passport right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> really? Are you, are you one of those girls that works every single day, all day, never takes breaks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now that I have a kid, it's like, it's really hard. Like I could potentially go on vacation, like without her, but like, I have like separation anxiety from her. So it's really hard for me. Um, which is why I kind of stopped shooting too, because I would have to go to LA and be away from her. And then like taking a toddler on a plane overseas sounds like a nightmare too. So I see traveling more like in my future. Yeah. Disneyland. It's, it's got your name written all over it. <laughs> Not a lot. <laughs> uh, favorite tattoo. Still fan questions. My, my thigh one. Um, gosh, the one on the back of your thigh. It's like it's like on the side right here. Yeah, yeah. And oh wow! A mommy mermaid with her little baby mermaid. Oh, which represents my my daughter and I. Oh, that's that's really cool. Your what do you think your best scene was? Hmm. My best scene. Any honestly, anywhere I have more than one dick. I like thrive when there's like chaos going on everywhere. Like that's when I like am at my best. <laughs> <laughs> that's the extrovert comes out. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised. I wouldn't know what to do. I've done a guy, guy, girl. And that whole time I was like, this is fucking exhausting. <laughs> it is, but uh, there's something about, I think it's like all of the energy in the room. There's just so much going on that it's like easier for me to stay like high energy, like, I, I, I never thought of it like that. Like, yeah, it's just you're always at a 10 because there's so many, like, if you can't, there's no walls at all. I guess. Yeah, and there's, like, all these guys, like, yelling and, and interacting yeah. with you. Otherwise, like, if it's boy and girl, sometimes you're just like, oh, oh, oh. But when there's all these people, yeah. like, oh. I never thought of it like that. That totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. I was thinking it from a lazy perspective. I was like, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to suck one dick, let alone eight. Like, <laughs> I'm tired. And visually, I think it looks really good when there's tons of bodies around, and it's—I don't know—I I like how yeah. it looks. Blowbang, uh, like blowbang stills are my favorite stills. Mm-hmm. I just think they look super cool. Mm-hmm. It's just like all this, 
Okay. <laughs> a whole lot of phalluses everywhere. <laughs> um, okay, I have a couple more fan questions. How many inches... I wrote this down because I know you're a size queen. So how many inches is perfect sized? Hmm. I don't know. My husband's going to listen to this. <laughs> Your husband's size, whatever that is. Whatever, that's the winner. So I would say... I don't know. I had never like put out a ruler to know exactly what is what, but I would say like an eight or nine. Um, like I like really big ones, like for blowjobs. I think it looks really cool and your like hands are moving everywhere. But mm-hmm. I think my husband's probably like a seven or something. He's, I always call him uh, an, uh, cause he's black. I always call him an MBC, a medium black cock. <laughs> <laughs> likes that why do i have a feeling he's not into that (laughs) i guess i guess it's better than an sbc (laughs) for those those listening that don't know like we recently did an OnlyFans thing over zoom it was me and carmen and sharita and sophie d and we all wanted to do a jerk off instruction and my favorite moment was like you know i'm picking out a dick everyone has a dick and i was like i'm just gonna use like this one it's easy and everyone pulls theirs out, and then Carmen pulls hers out, and this is huge black dildo. And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you have to <laughs> go with what you like." <laughs> I loved it. I was so, like, I, I loved it. I was so into it because it was like, you know, like mine was like limping in, and then it was like, I hope someone just brings it out, and you just fucking came in like the champ, like you like pulled off the Rocky jacket, like. <laughs> <laughs> so go check it out on our OnlyFans. There you go. <laughs> um, okay. Swallowing cum, yes or no? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spanking, yes or no? Spanking? Mm-hmm. Yes, I like it. I like when there's someone who's like super dominant and then just like keeps going to where you get like the big handprint on your butt. I love that. Uh, size or stamina? Hmm. I would say stamina because like I've had dicks that aren't that big that it's just like they can hit it right you know what I mean so it all depends like I say I like really big cock but small cock can do it for me too it just depends well you you do have to understand that in your world small cock is not the same as in (laughs) the average person's world (laughs) you know so you guys are talking like seven inches is a small cock and there's about 70 percent of the guys out there in fucking tears right now it's just like (laughs) that's small i don't even exist (laughs) (laughs) perspective you're right we're spoiled (laughs) let us be spoiled (laughs) what is the first thing you do when you wake up the first thing I do when I wake up, besides like I pee and brush my teeth right away, but I try to meditate. If I can start my day without like grabbing my phone right away, like that's been like one of my goals lately is to just not grab my phone and like be consumed in that and like what other people need from me and to like just set aside even like four or five minutes. If I just sit there, I like to put like essential oils on my feet and I sit there and just like breathe for a little bit. It just like my anxiety for the day is just so much lower. That's awesome. That's actually like really that. good. Do you have specific oils you use? Because now I'm curious. I have this like eucalyptus lavender blend that's really good. Um, there's one called Align, and it has like it's like a blend. I like the blends a lot. But when I like inhale them for some reason, like I have one that I bring everywhere. Like my husband loves me to bring it because when I'm like stressing out, he's like, "Just where's your roller? Smell it." 
and it's like a eucalyptus one and I smell it and I'm just like, (laughs) (laughs) I have a roller too. I have peppermint in it because I get migraines a lot and it always helps. Or like if I get car sick, I'll just like snort it. And like, I'll be in like the back of the Uber in New York and I look like a lunatic because I'm like, they're like, like, (laughs) you look like you you look any Wall Street stockbrokers. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. But I like the, you should try the blends, like different blends that they have online. I want to try it. We actually, we have diffusers in the house and um, I've been putting the thieves oil blend in, which, which is a, it was a, it was actually a famous blend that thieves in Venice used when they were robbing houses of people that had the plague and they, yeah, they felt that it kept them from getting the disease. So it's a, it's a five oil blend. You can look it up. It's, um, it's like clove, eucalyptus, uh, I want to say peppermint cinnamon and lemon maybe off the top of my head that's what but it's this it's a blend that you know it's supposed to be antibiotic and antimicrobial who knows if it's true but it's great for you know the thought of it (laughs) um okay do i have time for a couple more yeah a couple more um how see but now i know your husband um how do you deal with a partner that can handle your that can't handle your profession so I only had two boyfriends in um, the industry, one being my now husband. Did you read about the other one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah that was, that was, was that Chad? Yeah, I, was like, I didn't know. I, I wrote it down, but I was like, I don't want to give it away. But I was like, uh, I'll write it down. Yeah, I guess like, I think a better way to put this question would be, how do you deal? How, like, what advice would you give for someone whose partner wasn't supportive? Get out. Yeah, exactly. Like if someone doesn't support you, especially, I feel like that's what happens to so many good performers. Like they give up everything for someone and it's not even like they give it up for a partner in like a romantic like way that could happen. It's like for a controlling partner who wants to change them. And anyone who wants to change you is, I feel like just not the right person for you. That's going to make you long-term happy. So like, I wasn't sure if I would ever find anyone that would let me, be me you know but but it happened but yeah in the past I had like a boyfriend he would keep his I didn't write about this in the book I don't think but he would literally keep his toothbrush locked in a safe because he didn't want my whore mouth on his toothbrush Even but he didn't he care if it was on his dick <laughs> yeah yeah but it was like more of like a psychological like yeah like mind fuck me a little bit so. yeah that's all months that's all shaming yeah, yeah all bad very shaming. Yeah, I wrote it down anyway. I was like, I don't want. To, I didn't know how much you wanted to give away when we were talking about your book. So I was like, I'll just. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's funny because having obviously being a civilian and and being around, being married into the industry and talking to people, I, it always amazes me. You know what you're getting. Yeah. You know what you're signing up for. If it's not something that you want to sign up for, then don't sign up for it. Yeah. You know, just don't don't do it. I, I understand love and lust are, are powerful emotions, but. You know what you're getting. I mean, this this not a big shock. Just Google it. You'll see it. So I, I'm a, I well, always confuse. But I always I always say too, like sometimes maybe people start dating and they think they can handle it, but then they actually can't. And instead of just walking away, then it just gets toxic and more toxic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree with that. That's scary. Now you get to answer my question. Wait, I have one more because this is a really good fan oh, question, good. and I'm actually low key mad. This wasn't a question of my own. um what changes if any do you think need to be made in the industry to make it safer Mm, definitely i mean this has been such an issue for a while and i've experienced it too is like 
there needs to be like either they do it for kink like where they say like your nose and stuff but like it needs to be a group discussion rather than like what at least when I shot last it was like some once in a while the guy before you start would be like is there anything you don't like but I feel like with the director right there because the director needs to know so the third party can see it because as a performer like it you don't want to ruin the scene or like create tension when something that you're not comfortable is happening so that's like that's the only thing that really I experienced personally that I thought was an issue is that and I've seen it from girls on Twitter you know like that call people out after scenes is that it needs to be a group discussion about what are the limits. Yeah, I can't agree with that more. Because mm-hmm. even if, like, a, a guy or a girl you're working with, like, for example, like, if I didn't like my hair pulled, and they pulled my hair during the scene, like, even though it's not something that I would, like, stop for, it still, like, will take away energy from the scene. Because now in my head, you know, and I'm like, do I stop? Do I not? Do I say something? Do I not? And it, you just feel the energy of the scene go down. Yeah, and you get, like, resentful towards them and don't even want to be fucking them anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's brilliant. I, Kink does it right, man. Like, they do. I love everything they do. Me too. Yeah, so. this is smart, smart company. Yeah. <laughs> they got it right. Are you ready? I'm ready for your question. <laughs> okay. What's the, most, what's the most annoying question people ask you? <laughs> uh oh i guess like whenever i tweet or like post about my husband they'd be like wait you're married how does that work like they don't un- understand the concept that i'm a real human being yeah i understand that all too well <laughs> what do you mean yeah. porn stars can be married no no there's a rule somewhere it's or, not actually yeah. legal oh, it's, a, it's dumb what is your favorite way to eat a potato Oh, French fries, obviously. <laughs> you is it is it plain? Are you a ketchup, mustard, or gravy person? I like mustard. Yeah, see, that's the good way to eat it. <laughs> what would the title of your autobiography be? Overcome. <laughs> <laughs> I had it ready on Amazon. <laughs> I was like, this question's perfect. He asked everyone the same right? questions, and I'm like, are you going to ask her still? He's like, hell yeah. <laughs> what would you say was the biggest turning point in your life so far? Um, getting sober because I, I wouldn't have anything, at least I really don't think I would have anything in my life, like my marriage, a child, stability, and, or financial security without having my sobriety first. And, and, and I know it's in your book, but what was, what, what would you say was the key factor to that? What, what was the one moment that made you say, I have got to get, because you talk about having gone off and on a couple of times in the book, but what was the one that, I mean, there had to be, was there a trigger? Was it a, a variety of things that just finally you put your foot down and you were doing it? It was, I always think back, I can like vividly remember in the hard rock hotel, I was like throwing up and crying on the, the shower floor. It was just like the worst hangover ever. And it was like, after I already had like, I think I had three months of sobriety. And then I like threw it all away at AVN and just the hangover was so bad. Um, and I just remember being like, why do I keep doing this to myself? And like, finally, in that moment, I was like, look at how I'm treating my body. Like, I could barely function. And I just, it was something about that time, it was just finally enough was enough. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was years of trying to make it work. Yeah, so they always say that uh, when you want to recover, it's you that has to. Yeah. They, you can go into as many programs as you want, but if you're not mentally there, you're just going to bounce back out. Yeah, I was finally ready. Something about it. I think I just finally hit that rock bottom. What are you most proud of? 
I think my book, because I feel like, <laughs> like a lot of people say they want to write a book, but yeah, <laughs> I was literally, <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, it was something because I didn't have like a book deal at first. I just started writing on my laptop and I was like, maybe I'll have a book one day. So I didn't have like a plan first. I wrote it all for like almost two years. And then when I thought it was decent, I was like, I guess I'm going to submit this. So I just started looking at my favorite books, like my favorite memoirs and who their agent was that they were banking in the back or their uh, publisher. So then I would Google them, look them up and submit. And I somehow got someone to be interested. And so I guess doing that whole process by myself. That's awesome. Which by the way, thank you for the acknowledgement. Oh yeah, I like geeked <laughs> out. I love that. Like, thank you. Oh, I put like performers that like have been like and like a positive influence for me, or have like touched me in a positive way. Well, thank you. That was all, like a huge compliment. I was like, she got she got teary eyed. It was good. It was really sweet. Vic, you're not supposed to tell I've people. Always, I've always admired you and your energy. What takes up too much of your time? Oh my gosh, my my phone of course um <laughs> like I actually made Sundays be my no phone day now like where I live on Saturday night yeah in our group we talked about this yes I was like sorry guys I was uh, my phone turns off on Sunday so Saturday night I turn it off and then I don't turn it back on until Monday and that has been it's like the perfect reset that I I need because it's not like I can just not go on social media because if I don't promote, I'm not going to make money. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, checking the screen time is just like, it's like hours of being just sucked away because like, as, although I am promoting, I will like the whole time I'm not just promoting. Like I'm of still, course. Yeah. Of course. yeah. It's, it's, I haven't tried the phone off thing, but I take Sundays off. Like I'll still wake up and like post a show on my Snapchat but then I'll like, for the most part, I have like a hoe phone and a real phone. <laughs> so I'll just like leave my hoe phone. I'm like, no, I'm done. And then I'll spend the day like not shooting, not focusing on porn, like doing things I enjoy. And like you said, it's just like night and day. Just having that one day of like, I don't want to say sanity, but just like, like just anything meditative or anything just for me. And not like in the back of my head being like, oh, I have to shoot. I have to work. I have to hustle. I have to make money. It's just like a nice reset for the next week and I think it's funny we both do the same day yeah and it's it's hard as like entrepreneurs because our work is never over so you mm-hmm. can feel like you have to keep doing more so it's, it's hard to just like really step away from it mm-hmm. oh yeah absolutely what is your favorite smell eucalyptus <laughs> what gets you fired up mm, I would say like I would say like I'm taking it as like fired up as like positive like or like excited so I would say like podcasts like if I like am doing listening to a lot of like personal growth podcasts I'm like so inspired to be like super productive and like really be about my business so any kind of like audiobook or podcast that's kind of awesome what do you wish you knew more about um investing I have a financial advisor, but like they'll send me like the summaries and I have no idea what I'm looking at. So I wish I could understand what like what what it all means because I never learned about it until recently, even like what investing was. 
I'm the same way, and I'll, I tell Vic all the time. I'm like, they could have just sent me a bunch of numbers and a bunch of made up words, and I would have believe. I would still believe it. In, 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 in some bizarre way, it really is just a bunch of numbers and made up words, but you know, yeah. but it's its own language. I agree. I wish I knew. Like, I wish I could read it. You know what I mean? Like, be like, oh yes, quite very good <laughs> business. Yeah. And the final question: What's the one question you would want everyone you meet to answer? So every time you meet somebody, you get to ask them one question and they have to answer it. Okay. The pervy side of me wants to say, I would want to know what category porn people jerk off to. Oh yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. That also tells you a lot about the person. Yeah, that's really good. (laughs) Especially if they go into like real details, then you get, then you get a lot of good answers. (laughs) You know a lot about person by their porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Or if they lie to you and say, oh, I, I don't watch porn. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> that's, always, that's always my favorite stat. No one watches porn yet. Um, I think Pornhub's up to 150 million hits a day, a day, not even a year, a day. <laughs> that's like half the population of our country. <laughs> do you feel like this before we wrap up? I want to ask, like, do you feel like your content has changed now that you shoot for yourself? Or do you feel like you're kind of doing... I mean, like, not that you're, like, able to shoot gangbangs and blowbangs and, like, extreme scenes all the time. But do you feel... Like, how is your your scenes differed, if any? Does that make any sense? No. <laughs> what no, am I trying no, to say? <laughs> I actually don't really shoot anal anymore. Um, I, I just... I don't know. I think I just have done so much of it. My poor booty, like, has... Needs to be retired. Like, my pussy can keep going. But I don't really shoot that much anal anymore. Um, and I mean, I, I really love Girl Girl. So I could do Girl Girl all day long. So I focus mainly on Girl Girl because that's what I enjoy. So, so basically you're, you're, you're saying, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that you basically are now doing the things that turn you on and just putting them on film. <laughs> Yes, like I, I loved it filming like the extreme stuff, but I feel like there's only so much that my body could handle. And I never got to do that much girl girl in my career because I think because of my tattoos, they were just like, no, dicks everywhere. Like, you have yeah. To- so I never got to do like the pretty stuff, but like you got to do like cute girl girl stuff or like slower boy girls. It was just because of how I look, I had to be that aggressive person. It's funny, like, mine's the exact opposite. Because I'm like, I ate so much pussy, and I love pussy, but I ate all, literally all of the pussy. (laughs) (laughs) So now I'm like, I want to do, like, like, jerk-off instruction and POV and stuff that, like, I didn't really, like, do as much, you know? I love the the jerk-off instructions. I think that's so much fun. You know, it's funny because I think the fans love it, too. Yeah, we're talking to girls. We've had a lot of girls on lately that shoot their own stuff. Yeah, now that they, I think about it, everyone's been saying the same thing. Yeah, everybody's kind of saying the same thing, but they're also saying, and, I, and I'm, you, you can chime in on this, is their fan seems to like it more because they're feeling your emotional connection to the scene. Your your desire is is at a higher level than when you're acting in a in a in a scene that, like you said, it's like the nine dicks around you and God only knows what. Yeah, it's way more personal too. Like you can sit there and talk to a camera and like look at the camera pretending you're talking to that person, and you can just kind of direct your scene however you want i love it that's it that's awesome going into your marriage do you feel like it's more successful because of porn because i always say all the time like because i did everything on camera that i wanted to do that 
with Vic, it's like this, like, like I'm good. Like there's no knowing or wanting or does that make it, you know what I'm saying? Are you, are you in like a similar headspace? Are you still? No, because like you get that slut face kind of out. You mean like that yeah. you're satisfied in your marriage. Yeah. Like, I, you I, know, I, like with you, like you're like, I put everything in my butt. Like I know what that's like, like I'm good, you know, or not. Or if I want to explore it, I know what to expect. Yeah, definitely. And I, and I think like, yeah, I'm kind of like over doing all like the extreme stuff and I, I'm happy like doing this, but I also love that he'll let me go do what I still want to do. So it's yeah. like, a, it's like a perfect little balance. That's I awesome. That. He sounds awesome. I'm for him. Yes. Hopefully we get to meet him when this mess ends. <laughs> if ever. Uh, shameless plugs. Plug away. Tell her. Obviously we know the book. <laughs> Overcome on Amazon. And then I guess um, I'll do my Twitter is, is Carmen, just Carmen Karma. And that's where you'll see like all of my previews for my OnlyFans and my Snapchat, stuff like that. And then my Instagram is at it's Carmen Karma. It's Carmen Karma. Do you have a you have a personal website too, right? What's that? You have a personal website too, right? Oh yeah, it's it's carmenkarma.com as well. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. <laughs> that, um, make, that makes it easy. Do you want to go? No, go ahead, you go. Uh I just do Danny's things.com because that's where everything is. And I'm just, I always forget something and then follow me on TikTok. Danny Daniels yeah, TikTok. I love your TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculousness. Um, and then if you want to watch me not being sexy at all, follow me on TikTok. <laughs> and um, if you guys are listening to this on YouTube, please like and subscribe. And um, yeah, if you're any, anywhere that you are listening to this, please review it. We would appreciate it. Yeah. Like and also, you can get my book. <laughs> Wait for the corn. <laughs> oh, when did you write that? Uh, I, this came out in August. It's, I can uh, make it's, your, our books kiss. Yeah, we can. We can <laughs> actually, our books should kiss because every time somebody sees my book, yours is recommended, and every time somebody sees your book, <laughs> mine is recommended. It's almost guaranteed. I was looking at yours yesterday, and there was mine underneath it, and then I looked at mine, and there was yours right <laughs> underneath it. I'm gonna have to get it. I'll send you one. Just uh, when we get off, just give me your address. It's it's basically about the lessons I learned being married to an adult film star. Oh my god. My husband should read that too. Yeah, he would probably appreciate yeah. it because it's a little bit of a flip. She does the forward for my book as opposed to him <laughs> doing the afterward for your book. Oh, awesome! Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. Definitely. Yeah, you might. Yeah, so hopefully. everyone's stuck at home. You can go binge read. Yeah, you stuff bears. Yeah, read, read, yours is yours is more realistic and emotional, and mine is just sarcastic and funny. <laughs> I love that though. A little bit of both. A little bit of everything. Well, thank you for coming on. Thanks. Thank you. And thank you guys all for listening. Thank everybody for coming in. And hopefully we get to see you sometime when this ends. Definitely. Please. All right, guys. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.